Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. My own sister made false accusations against me because I refused to supply alcohol for her party. This happened some years ago. I'm in my 30s now, but back then I was 22. My sister was 18 and was my mum's golden child. My dad thankfully has a good head on his shoulders and always called my sister out on her trash. But my mum's interference always meant my sister got off easy anyway. This is what happened back then. My parents decided to take a vacation to ski in Aspen and let my sister watch the house for them. They told her no parties, but that was a rule she straight up ignored. A day after our parents left, my sister started sending out invites to a party and she was promising free alcohol alcohol i didn't see that post just yet but my sister called me and asked me to go and get her alcohol for her party because i was over 21 and could legally buy it she also wanted me to pay for it and said she'd invite me to the party and introduce me to an easy girl in order to pay me back i told her that i wasn't going to break the law to make her happy she should never have told people her party would have alcohol she screamed at me over the phone that i was ruining her life and that she couldn't take back the invites now that they were all over her facebook i looked at her post and facepalmed I told her that what she did was really stupid and she and her friends were all underage, so it's illegal. She tried to say it would only be illegal if I knocked on them. I said I wouldn't knock, but I wasn't going to buy her booze either. She screamed at me some more, so I hung up the phone. Well, that night my sister had the party and someone called the police for underage drinking. After being arrested and confronted by police later on, my sister threw me under the bus and said that I'd supplied the alcohol she was using. It turns out she actually broke into dad's liquor cabinets and thought it would be better to frame me for her crime the police came and arrested me at my apartment the day after the party they seemed already convinced that i was guilty and didn't really listen to me when i said i was never there but i willingly cooperated with them at the station i told them the whole story and got them to look at my sister's facebook post thankfully there were a few people there who listened to me but i still had to sit the night out in a cell while my parents were called my mum and dad flew back home overnight and bailed out both my sister and i but my mum tried to make my dad leave me in jail because my sister had told them her lies as well but my dad took the time to talk to me and look at my sister's facebook of course he believed me this caused a fight between him and my mum. when they got home my dad discovered that my sister had broken into his liquor cabinet and spoke to police on my behalf my mum, however still wanted the blame to fall on me because as she put it the charges are ruining my baby's future my innocence was further proven by the fact that me and my car were seen on cctv when i left work and when i arrived at home soon after as the apartment i was living in then had cctv cameras to watch the parking lots my car didn't move from there for the rest of the day and night 
In my sister's story to the police, I'd driven out and gotten the alcohol for her. But I wasn't seen on CCTV in any liquor store in the county, and my bank account showed no transactions buying alcohol. My parents' house also had a camera at the front door, and my car was never seen in the driveway that day. After being confronted with those facts, my sister's story changed to say that I already had the alcohol and gave it to her at my apartment. But my sister's car had never shown up at my apartment either, and there was like three cheap beers in my apartment fridge and no hard alcohol. My sister finally had to give up on her lies, and my parents were severely disappointed in her. But my mum still tries to convince me to take the fall for my sister. She came to my apartment and actually demanded that I tell police that it was all my fault. I said I wasn't going to ruin my future for my sister. She refused to leave though and went from demanding to begging. She even got on her knees and tried to convince me that she and my dad would make everything okay in the long run if I just took the blame now. I said I'd rather live my life poor than have that felony on my record. She threw a huge fit and started throwing things because I refused to do as she wanted. Then I threatened to call the police and she left my apartment, cussing me out like a mad woman. I've never heard so many F-bombs out of her before or since, but she kept them up all the way to her car and followed it up with saying that she should have aborted me before driving off. I called my dad right away and told him everything that happened. He was insanely angry and got in a huge fight with my mum as soon as she got home. She didn't even deny anything she said or did because she deemed it would have been for the greater good of their daughter. But my dad told her that she couldn't destroy me to save my sister. Then he threatened to divorce her if she didn't try to make things right. She ended up sobbing and then saying she'd do whatever he wanted. My dad said that it was couples and family counselling or it was divorce. My mum signed a prenup before she married him, so really she had no choice. In the family counselling, I called her out on how she always believed my sister's lies. My sister tried to say they were not lies, but each one I pointed out from over the years said otherwise. I'd taken the time to write a list of all the ones I could remember from the past decade that had all been proven as lies. And my mum and sister were just forced to stay silent as I read them all. They tried to interject repeatedly, but my dad and the counsellor silenced them. My sister, now proven beyond a doubt to be a liar and a manipulator just shut down and refused to say anything more to the counselor and my mum finally apologized to me but it was obviously a forced apology because she looked so uncomfortable doing it i told her that her apology was very fake and after so many years of favoritism the damage was already done my relationship with her never really recovered because she was still convinced i was guilty no matter what was said until my sister admitted the truth and then wanted me to pretend to be the guilty one anyway to protect her favorite child but nothing went her way, so she just went back to crying about it. When my sister went to court, my mum pleaded with the judge to go easy on her for the charges of underage drinking and giving other underage people alcohol, as well as attempting to frame me for her crime. She'd also resisted arrest when the police came and shut down the party. She was very drunk when it happened. They kept her in a cell overnight to sober up, and then she told police I'd been the one to provide the alcohol. My mum's begging, along with the relentless lawyer my parents hired, got the judge to cut a deal, providing my sister plead guilty, which she did not want to do. But her lawyer highly recommended she take said deal to avoid jail time because there was no other way of keeping her from getting a felony on her record. My sister's lawyer used the fact that the alcohol had not been bought that day, but rather had already been in the house long before the party happened to help lessen the charges. My sister's Facebook had also been completely deleted by her as soon as she was able to in order to hide the post. The judge just wanted the case over with, so my sister got off with a huge fine that our mum paid most of out of her own pockets and a couple of years probation. She was also made to get therapy too by our dad. She's never really showed actual remorse for what she did though and only had animosity for me no matter how in the wrong she was. She was eventually diagnosed as a narcissist after dad made her go and see a doctor. 
After her probation and four years of college was over, she decided she was going to leave home for California and never come back once she landed a good job. She currently works in an office in LA and we've not spoken in years. Dad got her that job, but she's not shown any real appreciation for it. Even my mum has given up on her ever coming home for the holidays and us being a real family again. It tore her up inside for a few years, but now she's just bitter. She doesn't really blame me anymore but we only seem to show indifference to each other. Just because my sister cut her off wouldn't make me the new de facto favorite. It just means that my mum lost her baby and isn't getting her back. She can't leave my dad because she's too reliant on him despite having her own career. She'd never want to be on her own again. So she's just become a shell of her former self. Now things between me and my dad are still great. He's pretty much disowned my sister for what she's done and has stopped caring if she'll ever talk to him again. He and my mum don't even sleep in the same bedroom anymore. She moved into the guest room some five years ago and has stayed there. Their marriage is really only one on paper these days. Now, that is the end of the story, but OP has provided us with some information and also a couple of edits to give some more context. So, some info. It's a felony or misdemeanor in OP's country to provide alcohol to minors. And my sister provided stolen alcohol to at least a dozen people who were under 21. Then she resisted arrest and tried to frame me by lying to police. The fact that she got off easy, thanks to the shark tooth lawyer my parents hired, was incredibly lucky. Not that she was ever appreciative. The judge hit her with a fine for each person she gave alcohol to, which added up. And with the cost of the lawyer, well, my parents were out of a lot of money. All right then, and now onto the first edit. Yes, my parents are wealthy, especially my dad as he's a business owner. He owns several businesses actually, one big one and a few smaller ones. He even owns one of the local gas stations. And the town we live in is full of bored police that are just itching to get some action. I also heard that a couple of the miners arrested at that party were the kids of police as well, which didn't help my odds when the cops came for me. The reason the investigation went as far as it did is because my dad pushed it through. I also went out of my way to provide some of the evidence, like the CCTV from my job, my apartment complex, and my bank statements showing I didn't buy the alcohol. The rest, my dad pushed for. He had a lawyer get the CCTV from every liquor store in the county for that day. My mum actually tried to talk him out of doing that. In the end, this all took way too much to prove my sister was a liar, because she tried to stick to her story hard even after my parents discovered she got the alcohol from my dad's liquor cabinets. And yes, my parents lost a ton of money, basically paying off the court to dismiss most of my sister's charges. My sister had to pay like 10%. That's about it. And that's just the little bit my parents made her pay. They still pay for her college after that as well. So people calling this out as rich people drama are exactly right because it is just that. At the time this went on, I was still in college myself, but my dad insisted I have a part-time job to learn the value of work. And he was exactly right about that. My family is wealthy, but my dad tried to keep me from acting spoiled growing up. I even bought my own first car with my money that I earned working part-time. But I can't say the same for my sister, as my mum treated her like a princess. The rest of the family as a whole also hates my sister after what she did back then, so there wasn't much love lost when she ghosted us, save for my mum. She cried about it often for an entire year. And then one final edit. Yes, this happened in the US. And yes, it was stupid the way the police arrested me. My dad had some pretty strong words with them about that, but I guess the cops had nothing better to do and the arrest was expunged from my record after I was proven innocent. But as someone in the comments has pointed out, it is scary how easily your freedom can be taken away. I've instinctively avoided police ever since that happened. For them, arresting the son of a rich guy must have been a big scandal waiting to happen. And no, no one was injured as a result of dui but i've spoken with my dad and he said there were a few duis because a few of the miners there got in their cars and tried to drive away when the police arrived 
considering I heard a few of the people there were the kids of police officers that only made things worse for me The cops that arrested me both looked middle-aged So if their kids were involved that may explain why they treated me like I was guilty And finally those who say this is fake I wish it was because it's so stupid that it really should be but my ungrateful sister broke our family and nearly destroyed my reputation as well these days everyone in the town has forgotten about her she lost most if not all of her friends after that party because they were all arrested wow what an incredible story it sounds to me like your mum and your sister are both narcissists i can't believe some of their actions in this one it just got worse and worse as we went on and on like your dad is clearly a great bloke despite the fact that they're both awful he still you know dips into his own pocket to help them out as any good man should do realistically but to be honest with you i think he needs to get a divorce from your mum. like i know it's kind of a deep thing to say but she is not a nice person another thing as well is it's actually mental to see how little evidence it takes to have your freedom stolen i know you're giving context as to why you might have been arrested so quickly with so little evidence and you know the police officers may have had children involved but still like do your job properly you can't have bias when you're a police officer can you i mean we've seen how that's gone in the past goodness me the fact that you were just taken away and kept in a cell for that long is pretty crazy when you had nothing to do with what happened i mean i don't really know how it works but surely you could sue the police or something i don't know entirely if it's worth going down that road if you can even be bothered but yeah overall a lot of stuff i very much dislike about the story but a very good one to start off today's episode let's carry on many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So what if there's a fire? Ring up my groceries. Recently, I was talking with some co-workers about old jobs we had, and I remembered this gem. I remember this story vividly because it was so absurd. January 1st, 2017. I am 23 at the time, and I was in the middle of my shift at the local grocery store as a checkout clerk, or the official term of front-end associates. I was just chatting with customers as I rang up their chips and sodas and rotisserie chickens, like a usual day, when one of the stockers ran up behind me and yelled, How busy is everyone? Confused, I simply gestured to my line of people, but he had our attention since he never did anything like that. My manager asked, why do you ask? Everything okay? Once you're all finished with your current customers, everyone needs to leave. There's a fire in the back. Immediately, all who were not being checked out abandoned their carts and left the building. Except for Gerald's. Gerald was the next person in my line and he was going to be served. The customer before him paid, since that was where I was with his transaction when the stocker told us about the fire, and I grabbed my jacket from under the counter so I could evacuate with everyone else. Gerald, however, was not having it. You will not leave until you run up my groceries. Now, Gerald was very old, mid 70s, early 80s, somewhere around there. He was very tall and lanky, wearing a tan v neck sweater. I don't know why I remember that, but I do. He wore black, thick rimmed glasses and would have generally been very non-threatening to anyone else. Sir, there's a fire. We have to get out of here for both of our safeties. The door's over there. Let's hurry. However, it seemed that today was not Gerald's day and I was in the wrong person's way at the wrong time. I don't care. I need these items. Ring them up now. He really was threatening me to ring up his seven items while smoke was filling the aisles. Since it was seven items, no manager was in sight, and I wasn't really feeling like getting a black eye in addition to having my workplace burn, I quickly rung him up. All the while, he's thanking me, quite condescendingly. 
I was paying him no mind since I knew the tone. Finally, my manager showed back up to make sure everyone had left. I ran over to her. Please help me. This guy won't let me leave. What do you what do you mean won't let you leave? Did you tell him about the fire? Yeah, but he said he doesn't care. Oh my god, absolutely not. Look, you go outside with everyone else and wait for the firefighters. I'll take care of this. I went to grab my things again, and while I was leaving, I could hear them both yelling. Where is she going? She has to finish. My manager interrupts. Sir, there's a fire. A fire. You have to leave. No, I still have to pay. You've got to be kidding me. I'm the manager. You can have it. It's free. Just get out of here. This is terrible customer service. I'm never coming back. I met up with the rest of the staff in the parking lot and they asked what took me so long. So of course I told them. My manager came out and confirmed the story. We never did see Gerald again. About the fire, it was actually pretty contained on its own. It was in a closed off area opposite the bathrooms and was surrounded by tile walls that blocked the food from the sparks. We were able to get back to work after it was put out starting with putting back all the abandoned carts full of food as for what caused it it seems the chickens used to make the rotisserie chickens weren't stored properly so they started to thaw prematurely the water and chicken juice leaked through the tile floor and sparked an electrical fire The best part was that when we learned this, we were still in the parking lot. I looked over to the parking lot to the side of the building and saw at least 50 turkey buzzards in the trees. I shook a co-worker while laughing hysterically. They can smell them. Everyone else joined in on the hysterical laughing. It was truly the weirdest way to start the year. You know what? While Gerald is clearly entitled and I'm not entirely sure what he was doing here, I have a lot of respect for him because clearly he's at an age and a stage of his life now where he doesn't really care. You know, he's past the point of giving a dang about anything and I'm here for it. Like I respect someone like that. Yeah, it's a bit weird um, Not getting out of a building when you know it's on fire But to him not getting the groceries that he needs is less important than a fire in the back of a shop priorities I, I kind of back it. What I don't really get though. I mean, I- I'll be honest I don't really get anything that happened in the story But what I what I don't really understand at all is when he says terrible customer service after being told by the manager that you can just Take all the items for free. That sounds like excellent customer service to me. Um, so apart from that I back Gerald. What a man Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.